Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2448 today. Today we're going to have some fun going to the Grand National Roaster Show. It takes place February 2nd through the 4th in the new year at the Fairplex in Pomona, California. You won't want to miss this show. What a great way to start the new year, which is just around the corner, by the way. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Well, this last week of 2023 means some fun things are coming in the future, and this next guest is calling up from Glendora, California, and he's got some really cool shows for all of us car lovers coming up. His name is John Buck. He's a returning guest. He was on the show almost exactly the same time two years ago. John, welcome back to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Absolutely. Ready to release the clutch and then some. All right. Well, as we uh, roll into the new year, we're going to have some fun talking about all the shows that you have planned. But before we do this, you know the drill. I always like to ask my guests, share one little thing that people don't know about you, John. Wow. You know, uh, people don't know that I graduated from uh, University of Southern California and um, went directly into hospitality and sales, which was uh, kind of the hotel route that I took and uh, and then went into the Convention and Visitors Bureau here in Los Angeles and then eventually worked for the facility before I uh, I purchased and produced the Grand National Roadster Show in the Sacramento Autorama. Well, this is interesting because, in a way, you're kind of doing the same thing, right? Just a lot more fun because it's cars. It's a lot more fun, and I get to be my own boss. So it's, <laughs> Even better. Uh, it's very satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, let me give you an introduction here. We're going to talk about what's coming up in the new year because there's so many fun things, and you are a key part. I've got to think you're almost the, the first one to, to hit the floor running here. John Buck is the owner and producer of Rod Shows, which puts on a West Coast premiere indoor hot rod and custom car shows, including the Grand National Roadster Show, the Sacramento Autorama, and the Grand National Truck Show. Each year, the country's top designers, builders, and fabricators bring their newest, freshest hot rods, customs motorcycles, and classics to show off to the delighted guests and fellow car lovers. The Grand National Roadster Show, once known as the Oakland Roadster Show, will celebrate its 70 fourth year this coming february 2nd through the 4th and it's the longest running indoor car show in the world you'll see over 500 vehicles compete for a variety of awards including the illustrious american and the most beautiful roadster and sloniker awards guests even show off their own rides in the granddaddy drive-in outdoor portion of the show this is going to be an amazing year and before we dive into this we got to have a word from our sponsors so we'll be right back buckle up perfect for several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. 
They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up, way up. But my usage was the same, and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations, and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Hey, guess what? Some of you regular listeners will remember back in 2019, I created uh, 10, 11 shows called Cars Yeah TV, where I went to some fabulous locations of past Cars Yeah guests, and we did a TV show about it. Well, they're up on the Cars Yeah YouTube channel. So go check it out at YouTube. Just type in Cars Yeah, and the shows will be there for you to enjoy. I hope you have fun watching. So, John, 74 years. Now, I'm pretty sure you're not like 75 years old or 85 or 95. This show has no. been going on a lot longer than, than you've been around. But can you share with our guests that maybe missed our talk a few years ago yeah. how you got into this? And then we're going to take a deeper dive into what we're going to be seeing. So uh, add a little history to your life here. Sure. Well, first of all, the show started in 1950. In 1949, Al Sloniker and his wife Mary started a, a show in the Oakland area, and it was primarily a show they wanted to do it like a concourse d'elegance indoors. And they found that they couldn't find a lot of the Bugattis and and those type of vehicles in the Northern California area. And guys coming back from the war were really into these hot rods. So they called on a friend and said, hey, can you bring some of these hot rods into the event to kind of fill it up because we're, we're, we're kind of slacking in, in attendance. And sure enough, those hot rods were the stars of the show. <laughs> yeah. And so the very next year in 1950, they, they started the National Roadster Show. Uh, and uh, it didn't become grand until a few years later. But uh, the National Roadster Show of Oakland, as it says on the, on the big perpetual trophy, which is about nine and a half feet tall now. It's grown. It was about eight and a half feet tall back then and, and was designed in San Francisco with a price tag of $5,000. So it was very illustrious, very expensive of award and uh and everybody wanted their name on it and there's some amazing names that are on there blackie Dugian, george barris chip foos um boyd coddington to name a few uh hot rod guys so it's it, the, the america's most beautiful roadster is kind of the crown jewel of the grand national roadster show as we know it today it was in the oakland area for many many moons it moved around up in northern california for a few years in the 2000s and in, in uh, uh, 1999 they had the 50th anniversary in uh in san francisco at the cow palace and then uh it moved to pomona in 2003 I was actually the director of sales at the facility and helped 
facilitate that move down to the Pomona area, uh, which is the home of the NHRA drag strip, the home of the NHRA museum. And we just felt naturally it would be a good synergy to have a hot rod show at the same facility. So spoke to the previous owner, Dan Sear, great guy, and and he uh, was more than happy to move. He actually moved it from San Francisco down to San Mateo, California, which was kind of a, a little bit of a an interesting area to get into. Not the best facility um, at the time, and um, he was happy to get the call from us, and we persuaded him uh, that uh, we'd pay his his uh, cancellation fee if he moved it down to Pomona a year early, and he did so. So it was three buildings, building four, five, and six. Um, it was about 150,000 square feet of space, about 100 cars. And um, like I said, I was a director of sales at the facility. I had 17 working under me. And I just loved the show. It was great. And I wanted to lock this guy into a five-year contract because I just saw the pattern of movement. And I just didn't want to go anywhere else. So no, I worked on him. I worked on him and worked on him. And he had uh, the 2004 show, still three buildings. And he confided in me that he was looking to retire. So um at the time, I wasn't looking to buy a show, but uh, I was also looking, like I said, to lock this thing down. So I was really antsy to get things moving, and we just we just struck it uh, very well together. And and um, he shared with me that there's opportunity there, and so we we got together, and and uh, I bought a couple of hot rod shows: the Grand <laughs> National Roadster Show and the Sacramento Autorama, which is a year behind it. So it's going into its 73rd year up at the Cal Expo in Sacramento. Another great show, and um, so. Between um, the, uh, us and 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 uh, a little bit of innovation, a little bit of creativity, we've grown this now to all the buildings at Fairplex. It's nine buildings, uh, all the outside area, which is where we do our drive-in. We cars come in on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and and park between them. It's the best VIP parking you can get. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, and we just and we have bands outside. We've got fair food. We've got entertainment. We've got the Suede Palace, which is just amazing. We can dive into those buildings. But um, but most importantly, uh, we've carried on that tradition of America's most beautiful roadster. And um, thanks to ARP, we've uh, elevated the Al Slonaker Memorial Award, which was started in '74. Uh, the very first winner was a guy by the name of Dan Woods, and um, he's actually going to bring that car. It's called the Butcher Truck. He's going to bring that that Butcher Truck back this year, so that everyone can see that from the very first to to last year's winner will be at the show here coming up February second through the fourth at the Fairplex. Wow! So we're excited about that. Yeah, with the help of ARP, they've really elevated both the AMBR and the that's the that's the acronym for America's Most Beautiful Roadster and the Sloniger. The, the cash prize is twelve thousand five hundred dollars and it's just it's a it's one of the most expensive awards uh, monetarily and obviously to get your name on these awards they're they're priceless so it's pretty cool. Well do you ever think I mean when you're a great example of of seeing an opportunity and grasping that and running with it. And a lot of people probably go, John, you're so lucky. And you go, well, well, there's a lot of hard work is how that luck happens because of what you saw and the potential and the opportunity and you took it and you ran with it. So first and foremost, my hat's off to you because uh, Thank big, you. that's a big, bold move, you know, to go from what you were doing to say, oh, I think I'll just take on a little show. And my goodness, this thing is huge. I mean, it's just huge. And for anybody who's never been to this show, I will tell you this, even if maybe you think, oh, I'm not really into hot rods, you got to go because the innovation, the creativity, 
the the bonding of car folks and the magnitude of this will blow your socks off. I, I guarantee it. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about the Grand National Roadster Show first, and we'll get into the Sacramento Autorama, but you've mentioned a lot of things that happen at this show, but there's a lot more to this because it, the parking lots alone, just the people that come and bring their cars, is another show in and of itself. So Yeah, it really yeah, is. Share a little bit more about this, the magnitude of this, because it's just hard to fathom. Yeah, you know, it's 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 really cool. I purchased the shows in 2005. It was just my wife and I at the time. We've grown now. My sister works for me, Laura Murphy. She's wonderful. She handles all of our vendor sales and 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 puts the cars in. My one of my best friends, sister Michelle Bohannon, she actually is my office manager now. And so and, and Kevin Doyle and Greg Wall work here uh, remote and here in the office. So really, there's five of us that put this thing together, and it's kind of fun. It's like a train once it leaves the station it just starts rolling and rolling and rolling and if you either get on it or you get ran over yeah, so no kidding <laughs> it's a it really and and we say that jokingly but it, it feels like it too i mean i'm just looking at some of the things that are coming to this year's show we've got you know guys like kevin hart who's a famous comedian oh yeah he's brain he's got a 69 gto built by detroit speed he's got a 70 challenger built by dave kindig both those cars are going to be in building four. Oh my god! And you know, That's it's so just cool. like wow, you know. And then we look at, I look at right next to him. I've got a car that was in the show in 1955, and another one that was in 1957, untouched. The way that you saw those cars back in those years, going to be right next to Kevin Hart's brand new cars. Awesome. I mean, where can you find that? You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's just, it's just great. You know, um, the the cop shop coupe. I don't know if you remember that car, thirty four Ford, but by Tom Prufer, and it's got that black. It's a black uh, thirty four with a radical rake with wild flames. It just screams hot rod. It's on the cover of the Rotters Journal. Yeah, actually, it was a poster of the Rotters Journal. It'll be there. Wow. You know, it's just so it's just so cool. You just there's so much history, yet there's like there, there's so much new innovation that's also there that it just just blows your mind of what these guys are doing with vehicles. Well, it is, and you mentioned uh, Kevin Hart's cars. Uh, the company yeah. that bought his car or built his car, I should say, he bought the car. They built it. They've been guests on the show, and of course, uh, Dave's been oh, a guest on the show. And yeah, the great thing about this kind of a show when you walk around, I always tell people you need to slow down. And really learn and talk to people about the cars because you might walk by something that, let's say, maybe the color doesn't catch your eye. But if you stop and talk to somebody and realize the history of some of these vehicles, whether they're new builds or you mentioned some massively historically important hot rods and builders yeah. you know, in the beginning here. And you can learn so much by going up and talking to the builders and, and learn so much history. And I'll tell you the other key thing, and I say this over and over again. Take your children or find a kid on the street whose parents aren't into cars, but he is, and take them to this show because the wide wide eyes you'll see from the young ones going, these are cars people actually drove? Oh, my gosh. It's You'll spark interest that will carry this on in the future long before uh, I'm gone. John, you're a lot younger than me, so you're going to be around for a while. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's just absolutely fantastic. And you say you've got some music going on too. 
Yeah, you know, we've got a, a band, Bodie, that's outside that, that, that plays some traditional rock and roll um, out in, because our weather is just beautiful. I hate to, to brag <laughs> yeah, about something. Rub California, it in, rub it in. Just, <laughs> I'm sorry. We just have the weather. We've got the music. We've yeah. got the food. The um, cars. In the Sweet Palace, it's like a throwback. It's it's yeah. rockabilly. It's rock and roll uh, all, all day Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And you know what's interesting, too, is you see the rock and roll walking around. I mean, it, it's not that... Uh, it, it is common to see someone like Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top walking around, or James Hetfield from Metallica, or or um, you know Tim Allen from Tool Time Tim. You know, it's uh, these guys are are at the show, um, and then. Uh, you look at these guys, like you said, the builders. I mean, we've got Roy Brizio who brings six vehicles down with him from South San Francisco. He, he's one of the most amazing street rod builders in the world, you know, and he's next to Hollywood Hot Rods. Troy Ladd, a young guy who's who's carrying on that tradition of of traditional hot rods, you yeah. know, and Bobby Alloway and, and Troy Trepanier from the Midwest. These guys all come together. They're all friends. Uh, and and they love to share their stories, and they love to share their product with people. So yeah, come by, meet them. They're all here, and uh, that's just geez, that's just the south half of the building. I could go on and on about <laughs> the north half, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, tell us a little bit more, because I mean, you, all these buildings, it, it just it's almost like you need to go one day, take it slow, go back another day. Because you've got multiple days there, and you know it's like trying to visit Disneyland in one day. It just kind of wears right. you out. It kind of wears you out. It, it uh, is. You know, that's how special this the magnitude of this is. And you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about hot rodding as you see what it's looking like today. Because we go through these periods and trends, ten years, and then something starts to happen again, and then it happens again, it happens again. What are you seeing as, you know, we're about to step into a new year here. Holy cow, it's almost 2024. Yeah. How, how did that happen? And, uh, you know, the white lines are going by way too fast for me, John. <laughs> what is your impression of what's up and coming? Because one of the things that I'm seeing is people building hot rods that have some modern technology in them so that they're easier and more comfortable to drive. That seems to be one of the trends. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Our, we have a feature building every year. It's the main, uh, it's actually building nine. When you come through the tunnel into the event, there's a huge building there. It's over 60,000 square feet. And we, we, we change it up. Last year was trucks. This year it's street machines. Then and now is our title of the building. And it's featuring blown tubbed pro street cars, pro touring. We call them street freaks. There, some of these are built in the seventies, eighties and nineties, but we're actually building on a stage in that building, a 69 Camaro. Whoa. And we're calling it from stock to not. We're taking a stock 69 Camaro. That was uh, Greg Wall's grandmother's car that it's been actually was passed down to him. He's my general manager. Uh -huh. And it's been sitting in his it's been in his garage for 20 years. It was sitting in grandma's for 40 years. And we're going to take it, put it on a roadster shop chassis, drop in a general uh, motors, high performance engine and tranny. We're going to put comfort suspension on it. It's got Willwood brake. It's got all the amenities. It's got a vintage air, air conditioning and a TCI interior. Wow. So this thing in three days, we're going to build a car <laughs> and, uh, Holy cow. yeah. So it'll, it'll be painted ahead of time, but, but let me tell you, it's all blown apart. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a bleachers there and you can come watch 
as they put in TMI interior and uh, and see how headliners put in, see how seats are bolted down, see how the motor is actually wired. Um, and there'll be workshops all day. In fact, we were even going to have the SEMA SEMA HIRA Educational Roundtable there on Friday. So just a lot going on in that building. But it's a great building with some great vendors and over a hundred of these street machines, which I see right now is pretty hot. You know, the Challengers, the Cudas, the, the Camaros, the Mustangs. Um, you know, these are these are the guys that maybe wasn't really into a 32 and, and, and in high school they've always wanted one of these and now they can afford it and they're doing it. So I see a little bit of a trend there. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And uh, this just this past year alone, I've had a lot of people on cars, yeah, that are taking those. And even some of them, like the Kevin Hart's car, the whole body is carbon fiber. Yeah. And, you know, they're reimagining these entire cars to use a, uh, you know, a, a Singer a reimagined Porsche idea. Uh, yeah. Dickinson and yeah. what he's done. But I'm seeing it with yeah. all sorts of different cars, European cars, hot rods, yeah. American cars. I mean, and what I love about this is it, it gets people into it. Speaking of singer, we have Mick from Mick's Paint. He's got two booths at the show. He's the guy that's painting all those singers right now, and he's uh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if you ever talked with Mick, but he's that's one you want to go after. Yeah, definitely. He's a vendor at the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. We'll have to uh, walk up and say, hey. You got to be on cars, yeah, dude. We got to get John. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Yeah, those singers. There's a gentleman up here who bought a car from me about a year and a half ago. My uh, what people always knew as my orange crush, uh, which was a very unique color, a metallic three stage metallic pearl orange. And oh, beautiful. The gentleman that bought my car is a big collector, and he just took possession uh, right after he got my car of his Singer, which is a beautiful kind of a golden color. It, it's almost a to me the the color is really cool because it reminds me of those colors from when I was a kid in the '60s and '70s that yep. you see on Schwinn yep. Stingrays, and you know hot rods and things, kind of metallic golds and candy apple reds and greens and limes and all those fun things. So. Yeah, this is just killer. I mean, it's going to be with a bigger price tag. <laughs> oh yeah, just a little bit. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah, I have a little going a joke going with uh, Rob Dickinson. Every once in a while, I blow two bucks on a lottery ticket. My son just slaps me for it and says, "Dad, that's a tax on the stupid." But uh, you know, everyone I go two bucks. You know, uh, you never know what might that's happen. That's right, man. There's opportunity there. But uh, yeah, right. But I always write at the top of it the word singer. Just hoping that little bit of luck might, you know, rub off on me a little bit. Absolutely. Hadn't happened yet. Absolutely. You know, you got to have hope. Well, the other show that you put on is a Sacramento Autorama, and that's coming up a little later in the year. But can you touch on that for us? Sure. Yeah, we actually um, used to have that show two weeks after Grand National, which absolutely killed us. I mean, if you think about four people, five people trying to... I was going to say, who who put that on the calendar? Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, it was a big, it was a big deal to have these shows uh, right in in the in part of the winter. The, the theory is, you know, that's when guys were in their garages wrenching and they would want to go to the show to get the latest and greatest ideas and and whatnot. But uh, we moved it to May, and two reasons: one, the weather's a lot better; two, we started a, a series called the West Coast Challenge, and again, ARP has stepped up twelve thousand five hundred dollars for first. First place, six thousand five hundred for second, and three thousand five hundred for third, and it's real simple. We got four shows. We got Pomona, and then it goes up to Portland, goes up to Spokane, and then back to Sacramento. You choose three of the four shows. The mandatory show being Sacramento, where you'll be, well, be the car will be judged and will be awarded. And and at each of those stops, also you get a lot of goodies and stuff, jackets and flags and 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 and, uh, and giveaway awards. But it's a it's a it's a, it's a great series. But it ends up at our Sacramento show, which is even better. So we only accept twelve cars for that. 
And um, those cars are all on display in Sacramento. People love it. But it's a good show, too. There's about 600 cars inside in Sacramento. Um, we've Yeah, it's it's a big event. And it takes the entire Cal Expo grounds, which is the state fairgrounds for the state of California. Wow. Wow. Incredible. And the other one coming up, you're still looking for a location, I think, but Grand National Truck Show? Yeah, we still we still want to keep we we did it at the Fairplex. I'd love to keep it there. Um, it's uh it's just a we we want a better date. The date that we were on kind of stepped on a couple other local shows, and I hate doing that. I want to I want it to be you know it's, there's so much activity in the world of of car and truck shows, but uh, we're close. So yeah, it'll it'll be September October time frame again, and uh, it was an amazing event. We took up all of Building Four, which is the big building that's 105,000 square feet, and then we we took Building six, which was another 40,000 square feet. We had 150 trucks inside, 400 trucks outside. And, uh, we just, we had a good time. It was great. I, I can't believe the quality of the truck builds that you see these days. Yeah. That's another trend and in, in hot topic right now. Well, you know, one of the guys that does an amazing job at that is Jonathan Ward at Icon. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he builds some hot rod type custom build trucks. Again, he's another kind of a singer-esque type guy. In fact, he was the yeah. seventh guest I ever had on the show. I, I knew him from wow. way back, yeah. And he, and I had him back since then. And you just look at what he keeps creating and, and how he's evolved his business and expanded it and so forth is, is pretty cool. But I just saw one of his uh, Instagram posts of a truck that he did and you know, I'm really never had a truck. I love trucks. I think they're cool. Never really aspired to have one. And he shows up with stuff and I go, I want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. So again, ARP steps up another 12,500. Wow. You can see our trend there with the 12,500, a lot of money, but for the world's most, now we had to go world's most beautiful truck because let's face it, there's some Toyotas and there's some other truck types that are out there that aren't just American. So we, uh, we named it the world's most beautiful truck, and the the truck that actually won was was uh, built uh, by Bill Ganahl up at up in the Northern California area. It was absolutely gorgeous. Oh. It was a '40s truck. It had it it, it it there wasn't a piece on it that wasn't touched. And a lot of people look at it and go, well, "Why that way?" And I go, "Well, you got to look under it. You got to look around it. You got to it followed the theme. It was beautiful, and it really was." So hats off to Bill Ganahl and his team. Oh, Bill! Bill's, Bill's yeah. a master builder. Yeah, yeah. You know that that. Takes me back to what I suggest if when you go to these shows, really slow down and look at the details because the door handles, the frames under the cars, you know, we all tend to just kind of stand and look at things from our standing perspective. I always tell people when you go to a car show, get down to one knee and take a look at it. Get down low, set your phone, your iPhone, whatever it is on the ground and take a shot looking up at the vehicle you just be blown away by what you see. You know, I wanted to ask you this, John. When it comes to being inspired, obviously you're inspired by lots and lots of cool cars. But if, if I could narrow it down just for our talk today, because it'll probably change tomorrow, of one type yeah. of a build that inspires you, that really gets your juices flowing when it comes to these hot rods, roadsters, trucks, whatever it might be, is there one that, if you just were having to answer the question today, that really goes get you going you know i'm gonna piss a lot of people off but <laughs> i really love i really love a good painted or incredibly painted lowrider ah. you can't being in southern california to see the quality of paint the quality of 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 etchings the quality of 
builds that these guys are putting into their lowriders these days are absolutely amazing. And we have a bunch of them at our show. So, you know, it's just another, another facet of the hot rod world. And, uh, we, we've been able to pull them in and welcome them into the hot rod world as well. And which is cool. I think culture wise, you know, it, it hasn't always been that way and, uh, we're excited to have them, but yeah, you know, you could stand there for 30 minutes I know. And see something, you know, it's just <laughs> Some of absolutely these paint amazing. Jobs, so, yeah, the paint jobs are they're Rembrandts, aren't yeah. they? I mean, the, yeah, exactly. Well, you got to stop and look. I mean, this is the thing. You yeah. have to stop and really pay attention. And, you know, this is what I love about car culture. And I've said this over and over again. And I've learned it with so many people on the show. Cars and the culture of cars, no, cars, trucks, motorcycles, whatever, it really crosses all boundaries and it brings everyone together. Socioeconomic people, uh, all different types of cultures, classes of people. It doesn't matter. Your politics go out the window. Who cares about that? Yep. We're all in the same field. And I love the fact that the low rider group is in this because if you've ever seen some of these cars, you just go, what? I mean, it's right. Oh my gosh. And, And they bring their, they bring culture into it, which is cool. And it's such a big presence in California, especially, but I think it's super, super fun. I guess my next question for you here has to do with one special vehicle for you. And again, this is a hard one, but this could maybe be, actually, let me twist it up this way. Again, not to upset anybody, but if I could hire somebody to build you your dream car to take to your show, who would it be and what would the build be like? Mm. Impossible question, isn't that's it? A, okay, so that's a, that's a trick question. It yeah. is. Now, in, in 2009, a group of builders got together and they did something that was done in the 50s, which was they built a roadster on the stage at the show, mm-hmm. and they turned the key on the last day of the show and drove it out. Now, that was <laughs> done for Romeo Palamides back in the day, and in 2009, a bunch of builders got together, and they did that for me. Oh, so my So I've gosh. got a company car, which is a 33 Roadster. It's beautiful. I'll send you some images of it so you can post it. Yep. But it's a it's a Speed 33, and I love the car, and I, I can't thank those guys enough for actually helping me propel myself into the hot rod world because, you know, let's face it, when you start out, when you're, when you're in a new business, when you're doing a venture like this, like I said, in 2005, I didn't have the money to buy a hot rod. I barely had, you know, the money to, to pay the rent. So it was... Uh, it was very cool. Uh, I'm very grateful, and I, I drive that car. It's got 27,000 miles on it today. Nice. Yeah, it, it's great. So while we're on the same tack here, car psychologist time, okay? If you were reincarnated, pun intended, as a hot rod, roadster, truck, motorcycle, whatever it is, but here's the deal, John. You got to dive deep in your head. This isn't what you want to be. This is how you perceive your personality into some kind of a vehicle that would be at mm. one of your shows, what would it be, or what would you be? <laughs> I'd be the Hirohata Merc. Oh yeah, <laughs> I want to. I, I think it, it. You know, it's it's a timeless piece. It's a. It's not over flashy, but it's just classy. You know, and uh, it was classic time. You know the car and. And uh, yeah, I think Bo Bachman over at Galpin owns it now. Yeah, yeah, that's the green. Uh, green car, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. One of the first cars that got a chop top back in the fifties by the Barris brothers, and yeah, I'd be I'd be proud to wear a Barris badge with Sam <laughs> Barris working on me. You, you think know? so? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah. One of the things that's awesome about that car, if you stick your head in and look at the headliner, 
Oh, it's like amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's uh okay. I can see that. That's you. There you go. I love it. <laughs> that's very, that's very, cool. very good. I always like to ask about great books and I'm wondering if in the past couple of years since we last chatted here on Cars, yeah, if there's a, maybe a great hot rod book or a book that maybe's come out that you might recommend. Um, you know, Billy Gibbons did a, a, a cars and guitars book that I, I really enjoyed. Um, I haven't had a chance to dive into anything recently. I know there's a couple of books that are coming out. I'm looking forward to seeing Larry Erickson and, and uh, of course, uh, Bob Larry Sr., who is one of my idols. You know, he started the, the whole indoor car show thing uh, other than Al Sloniker, but he was, you know, the, the whole, the whole Detroit Autorama scene was senior. And so he's, he's always putting something together. So I always keep an eye out for him once he, once he gets it together. You know, one thing we didn't touch on here, I've mentioned it a couple of times, but motorcycles, will people see motorcycles at these shows? Yeah, we've got some bikes at the show and, you know, it's a, you know, for the, over the past few years after, after uh, COVID, we haven't seen as many bikes. I don't know what the trend there is, but we baggers and customs, they're still around. We've, we've got a handful of them and, and they're beautiful. I mean, you will see bikes here and we've got them in building eight and the, the carpeted room. You know, we also have kind of interesting this year. We're going to have a, a whole display of, uh, Zephyrs. Oh, California Zephyrs. Really? And there's probably 20 of them that are getting together in building five, our custom room. And it's just cool because it's now it's kind of funny because I have to be, you know, I'm like, I'm like black. I've got to make sure you don't put a black car next to a black car. Right. So <laughs> yeah. it, it'll, it'll go black, maroon, black, maroon, black, <laughs> burgundy, you know, so, but, yeah. but they're, they're awesome, man. They're just beautiful cars. So I can't wait to see those. Yeah. It's, it's pretty darn cool. One of the things I know you guys do, you have done in the past, or if you haven't, I hope you're going to do it, and that is some type of focus on pinstriping because pinstriping is what these cars are all about. But I have a feeling you got something happening this year. Absolutely. Over 30 artists from every corner of the country gets together at the Grand National Roadster Show, and they do it for charity. And this year's charity is Teen Challenge, uh, and it's a group of, of young kids that have uh, turned their life around, maybe had addiction issues or, or dependency issues, and are now clean and sober, found religion. And our goal is to raise $100,000 for these, for this organization. And I, I got to tell you, um, it's they're they're amazing kids. They help us in our move-in. They help us as docents around the show. And um, I think we can raise a hundred thousand dollars to to go to Teen Challenge this year. Barry McGuire is a, a huge supporter of Teen Challenge. So Barry, if you're listening, get out the checkbook, buddy. We're gonna have some great <laughs> artwork there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some surfboards and some other stuff. But uh, yeah, we're we're really excited about that. Well, Barry's been a guest several times on the show, and I know he's he loves this type type of stuff. So, uh, Barry, I'm sure we'll see yep. you there as well. And he certainly loves cars. Uh, Barry McGuire from McGuire's Car Care. Can you leave us with any uh, maybe parting words of wisdom? And since this is, you know, we're about at the last day of the year here, where maybe people should think a little bit about what the new year might mean and how they tie their passion for cars into 2024. God, it's going to get hard to get used to say 2024. Holy cow. I know, huh? Yeah. I, I think, you know, I think I've probably said this before, but, you know, take 100% responsibility for your life and the results will follow, you know, um, just to have a great year, fantastic time, and, uh, and be good. Be, be safe and be kind to each other. Absolutely, boy. In, yeah, we need a lot more of that, seems like, these days. But again, this is going to be fun. All of these events. Uh, how can people find out more about all these shows? What's the website? www.rodshows.com. 
Easy. And uh, it'll, it'll all be laid out there. Absolutely. Go check this out. Again, even if roadsters, hot rods, all this, if you're not quite into it, you have to attend because I promise you, you will be more into these types of cars once you see them, get up close, and appreciate them. I always say expand your horizons. If you're kind of stuck on one mark and you have been, and I'm kind of guilty of that sometimes. I'm a Porsche guy. You got to get out and see different shows, and you'll just see how you, you'll broaden your horizons, and I guarantee you something. You go to the rod shows, you will meet new friends. You will come across people that you never thought you'd be friends with, and all of a sudden, your car buddies, car gals, car guys, kids, whatever. It's really, really a fun event. I want to do a quick shout-out to uh, Lauren at uh, Con Media. The folks at Con Media brought John back to me today. tell you, Con Media, their entire team, spectacular group of people so uh, check them out john this has been so fun to catch up and uh you know uh merry past christmas just a few days ago i'm sure yours is as wonderful as mine and uh i want to wish you a very happy healthy new year you and your family and your friends and all the listeners today until you and i talk again i'll see you the grand national roadster show thank you mark you're welcome always fun cool If you're listening to this program, there's a pretty good chance you believe what I believe, that the collector vehicles we love are more than just a means of getting from one place to the other. They're a part of our culture, our identity, and as a people, they bring us together at vintage races, classic car auctions, and thousand mile rallies. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these important vehicles aren't lost to time. RPM stands for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship. And their goal is to inspire the next generation of vehicle restoration professionals through its outreach programs. And they include Shop Hop, Off to the Races, the RPM Future Class, and many others. These programs engage talented young people across the country and connect them with mentors and a variety of opportunities in the industry. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of collector vehicles skill trade, visit rpm.foundation today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!